Hi, good morning. It's a little late today. I got a late start. I had been up since about three. I don't know what it was, but I was up and then I binged on Homeland, you know, <laughs> and then I finally woke myself up like, man, and Mr. Awesome's like, we got to get stuff done. So here we are. I'm a little late. Did some homeschooling. We're taking a break so I can do this right now. We're in, I'm Melinda. This is my page. Hope when there was none. I am a thriver and survivor of domestic violence and childhood abuse. I'm coming over the last few days to share my story. I'll be reading out of Call Me Master. That is my book. It's a memoir of surviving abuse, as well as I think I'm going to do the rising from the ashes because I started chapter two, excuse me, I started the second book. I had so many folks say, well, how did you heal? You have this smile about you. You look really happy. What is it you did to help you heal through this? And, you know, it sounds like you went through something that was pretty, pretty devastating and horrific. How did you do what you did and do what you do now with a smile? How do you get through life how you are? So I came up with Rising from the Ashes. And that's how I healed, I'd like to say about 95, 96% of my PTSD and that was through a lot of self-care and so on and so on which I can get through I'll, I'll get to that in book two but I will be sharing that soon now going back to um, just the book now what did Mr. Awesome think you know I've had questions on and off the last few days privately uh, Mr. Awesome has never read this he won't listen to these videos um, because they make him angry I've had that from a few folks that have read or said that they were gonna read the book and they couldn't and it's dear friends that are close to me and family and even some folks that um, I were really just acquaintances they said you know I read the first chapter and I had to put it down and um, I get that a lot and it's very dark there's some dark spots in here it was a very dark time of my life why share it because I know someone out there right now is in that place where I was now not necessarily going through what I went through but experiencing that that mind games, the bad names, being verbally abusive and um, financial abuse, the religious abuse. I didn't have a name. I didn't have a label to any of those things. So I didn't know what any of that stuff was. I just knew that I was in, hey, Miss Nicole, gorgeous friend, how are you? I just knew I was in a bad place. I knew that I needed some, I needed to share this with somebody. I needed to share this with somebody that I might have given up hope. They might have given up their faith. Um, they might have be given up belief in God because, you know, why am I going through this? God's not answering my prayers. Where is God in all this when my children are being hurt or molested or I am being molested or raped or whatever? I know there's a lot of folks that have that. They say that. They get angry at God. And, you know, why am I going through this? And, sis, if you're watching this right now, I can tell you he has plans for you. It is a horrible thing. And girl, Miss Nicole is going to be sharing her story very soon. And I'm very excited. I got the goosebumps because I know a lot of her story. And I know she's going to help so many people. And she already has just by sharing. And yes, ma'am, has it been just a little bit of time since we've known each other? It, it seems, it's, I feel like I've known Nicole for years. And it's only been last year right? It's been just last year and it just seems like the time has fallen and we've known each other for decades, but no, it's hasn't been that long. <laughs> Thank you. 
but wherever you are in your situation, know that God hasn't forsaken you. He hasn't, uh, he isn't punishing you. I mean, uh, that runs through your head. And I'll be honest, I had those thoughts too. Um, I had an abortion way when I was young. Okay, well, maybe I'm being punished. I know it's just, it's just a year. <laughs> Maybe I'm being punished for having that abortion or that miscarriage. I miscarriage many times. I've had ectopic pregnancies. Perhaps it was because I did that. I was promiscuous as I was young, even when I grew older. Like, well, maybe I shouldn't have had that one night stand. And maybe I'm being punished. I had those feelings. So, girl, wherever you are, I know where you're coming from. I get that. I am, I totally understand where you're coming from. But it's not, okay? God doesn't work like that. He's not punishing you. Now, um... Let's jump into this, okay? Um, because I'm not going to give a sermon. I'm going to save that for Miss Nicole's story. She has this beautiful story that we will be sharing soon. So on to this. This is chapter 15. This is the bad girl. So here we are with another quote. I dream of a day when no child witnesses her mother being beaten by her father and no child needs to cover her ears to black out the screams. That's Wyona Ward. This is the bad girl. In 20, uh, 2005, I became a bad girl in need of spanking or punishment. I was told to drop my pants and bend over to get my punishment. And to make matters worse, he was beginning to train the kids to spank me. He'll, he would explain to them that mommy is bad and needs to be punished. The kids would have this horrified look on their face. I could see that they were conflicted. Should they do it? Should they want to run? Why does dad want to hurt mommy? They didn't want to hurt mommy. Miranda, our middle daughter, cried and begged him, please don't hurt mom. He would pull on his arm when he was ready to swing down and whack at me. Will would push her away and told the kids that if mom promises to do what she's told, then they won't have to punish her. But they would have to watch again if I'm bad. He would bring out the belt or the wooden cutting board to paddle me with. On one occasion, he became so enraged that he broke the um, the board, literally, on my behind. He would, did it with such force. And he saw the broken halves in his hand. He thought it was hilarious. He was laughing. Uh, after this further exchange, he calmed down and suggested that we go buy a new cutting board for when I would, because I would more than likely need it next time. And also for dinner. I breathed a sigh of relief as my punishment was over. There was something twisted about having to go shopping for a tool to beat you with. My oldest daughter continued to bravely bring me ice for any bumps or to wipe my tears or to help me with my bloody lips. She was so brave. Um, she still is. She would come when he, in secret. I would be in the bathroom or maybe just kind of crumpled and laying up on the floor. And uh, she would just wipe away my tears. She would get me ice if I needed it. She was brave. She would be the mommy for me when I couldn't be the mom. She would really, she would take care of me. She would sometimes beat on him with her little fist, her tiny little fist. And it broke my heart that she would have to see this, see me. And I would remember in my mind seeing my mom in the position that I found myself in. And I promised when I was a little kid, I did not want to be in that position. And here I was. Sorry. So she would be, she would be the mom for me. She would, you know, brush my hair. She'd tell me, mommy, everything's going to be okay. And um, mommy, everything's going to be all right. She would hurry up and rush out of the room really quick if she heard footsteps, if she heard Will calling for us. 
So the amount of cruel intimidation continued throughout our marriage until the bubble burst, where it would end up, you know, it was a cycle. Fists would end up flying, there'd be insults, of course, the apologies. That's the honeymoon phase. Later, I didn't know what it was called. I just knew he was being nice. You know, he would be all lovey-dovey. He would be uh, romanticizing me and, you know, just buy me anything I wanted. I have learned later that the cycle of abuse has this honeymoon phase where the abuser became, becomes kind and gentle and the perfect person that you really long for. And actually, you start to believe that it's going to work out. The walls come down that you've built around you because you're in survival mode. You want to insulate and protect yourself. So these come down because you start to believe, okay, and it doesn't happen right away. It might take a day or, or two or something where you're, because you're kind of like, Ooh, is it going to, is the other shoe going to drop? And then you're like, oh, okay, so you relax. I don't know if you ever really truly relax when you're in this kind of relationship or I don't, I don't think you do. The honeymoon phase can't, doesn't last very long. It can vary from time to time. We've went from a few hours. We went from days. We even went to, through months. So we just never knew when that other shoe was going to drop. So you're always on guard. You're always waiting. And, and it's almost like you're, have you ever had a mouse in your house? And you know there's this mouse in the house and you can hear it every once in a while and then you see it and you're like, ah, you get scared. It's kind of like having a mouse in your house. You know it's there, you know you leave food out or actually drop some crumbs, it's going to be there. That's kind of how we felt. We're always excited when we saw it. And so we lived in this heightened state of, of fear of seeing the mouse. Not that I'm saying he's a mouse, more like a rat. But that's how we felt really excited when it and scared when it happened because we knew it was coming we knew that mouse was going to come and jump on out we just didn't know when so that's how i can kind of rationalize that and think of it metaphorically so while this phase can be joyous and wonderful you have a part of you that is hesitant to embrace this change because again you're thinking okay it's not going to last very long you don't know when he's going to snap or she's going to snap Definitely a rat. That's my sister, Ashley Owen. Thanks, Gina, for watching. Let's see who else we got here. And thank you, Rhea. But yes, um, definitely a rat. <laughs> but we didn't know. And, you know, I, I didn't, I never thought of myself to be in a, at a point in my life where I would be an adult and having someone punish me that way. And it wasn't necessarily in the bedroom where he enjoyed that, too. So, I mean, it kind of just went further. And, um... Then I really started to realize I don't want my kids to see me spanked. I didn't want to, and I felt humiliated, humiliated. I can't say that today. Ashamed. I felt very ashamed, and uh, the kids couldn't have other kids over because what if mommy was bad? You know, it's it was a crazy time. It was a crazy time, and I don't ever want to go back to that. I don't ever want to have my daughter go into or have any of my children to go into a place where they're having to go into a situation like that. So I do these videos for them. Maybe I'm hoping that'll get through the <laughs> through to them, but you know, I keep praying. Anyway, I'm going to sign off now. I'm going to go wipe my eyes. We are going to do, I don't know where I'm going to go next time. I, I haven't decided yet. Um, I don't know. We might go down a little further in the rabbit hole and uh, go down to a different chapter. So we might go into the safe house when I finally left. We'll talk about that. That was May of 2007. That is the first time I left, not the last. So I'm going to let you No, no one deserves that kind of treatment. No, no. Hey, Miss Sue. No, uh-uh, no. The words, uh, that treatment, no one does. Oh, well, thank you. And so are you, girl. So are you. 
Thank you. I love you. Well, thank you all for watching. I am going to get off of here right now, go dry my eyes, and I will be back tomorrow sometime between 6 and noon. I know that's a long time, but it depends on what we got going on. So you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Please do me a favor. If you're watching this in a replay, do me a hashtag emoji fire. And uh, let me know in the comment section, where are you from? I'd love to know more about your story. I love you too. It's my baby sister, Miss Ashley O. She's amazing on her own story. She's got stories of her own that is just, when I really heard them, I think we played them last year, didn't we? We talked about that last year in your in your um, side hustle video. You you talked a little bit about that. Oh, I had tears. Hey, Ms. Via. That's my aunt as well. So thank you all for listening. Please watch the replay. If you can do me a favor and share, if not this video, maybe another one or a meme or something else that I've shared on here as well. So I can, um, so you can help me share awareness. <laughs> I will let y'all go. I hope you have a great rest of your day again. Mwah! Please be safe. Bye.